T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're tuned in to Let's Talk Portland, Intercom Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and this shocks me. In the U.S., cancer kills more children than all other diseases combined. Let's talk about it. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome John Brookins. John is the president of Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program. Hey there, John. First, I want to, before we get into the interview, I want to ask you, how are you doing during the pandemic? How, how are things going in your, in your life? Uh, it's been a significant change. Uh, the uh, staying at home, being with my wife 24 hours a day, um, has been uh, not challenging. We've just, we have enjoyed it, even though it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a change. It's is different. It, is but it we're strange? We're doing fine. We're both healthy. <laughs> it's so strange to think. Okay, I love being at home, but now that I'm having to be at home all the time, it kind of changes my perspective on being at home all the time. It really does. Yeah. It really does. But, and we're, we're busy, so that's, uh, that's a good thing. That is a, good, a thing. good thing. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. So let's Thank talk you. about the Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program. Tell me about it. Well, the Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program, we fund pediatric hematology oncology fellowship programs at Dornbecker Children's Hospital. And the training of these fellows not only advances the science of treatment for children with cancer, but at graduation, because it's a three to four year uh, program, uh, they go on to other research and teaching institutions to share what they know and to further the science of finding the cure and ending children's cancer. Are these mostly young doctors that get involved? Yes, uh, these are already, you know, they've already gone to college and medical school and, and uh, through their uh, residency programs. So they're full-fledged licensed uh, pediatricians. But somewhere they have decided that they want to continue another three to four years of intense study and uh, to find the, uh, to end children's cancer in the United States and around the world. And uh it's pretty uh, significant commitment. Uh, Dr. Evan Sherrick, who heads the fellowship program at Dornbecker Children's here just a couple of years ago, had to institute and really put her foot down that these fellows cannot work more than 80 hours a week in the hospital or in their lab. She had to put her foot down on 80 hours a week? She had to put her foot down on 80 <laughs> hours a week. Wow. That was some dedicated doctors. They are so dedicated and, and committed 
that uh, that's what provides a, a significant amount of inspiration for us to uh, to continue raising funds to support the fellowship program uh, at Dornbecker Children's. Now, when did this program start, and why did you guys start it at Dornbecker? Kiwanis became involved um, with uh, Dornbecker Children's Hospital back in the 80s during the annual Children's Miracle Network telethons. And uh, at the end of, of that, in the, in the 80s, we asked, just saw the commitment and passion uh, that was uh, these doctors had up at, uh, at Dornbecker and asked them, what else could we do? And uh, they said, well, we need a couple of newborn isolettes, uh, which are transport kind of incubators for a newborn anywhere in the state of Oregon that needs to be immediately treated and uh, so uh, and, and taken to Dornbecker Children's. So we raised the money. We bought a couple of those and went, what else do you need? And, uh, and we were told that at the current time back then, this is again in the early 90s, that there was no bone marrow transplant unit for, for children, adults, and, and adolescents with cancer and, and who needed it anywhere in the state of Oregon. And so uh, we got together and we raised the money to buy a bone marrow transplant unit and pay for the installation and the operation uh, at Dornbecker Children's. And, uh, and at the end of that, that was about 1996, uh, Dr. Leonard Johnson, who was the physician-in-chief at the time, really posed the question of the, the brass ring of ending children's cancer. And the only way to do that is to start a research advanced fellowship program at Dornbecker Children's. And uh, so we've been doing that now since 1997. Uh, Dornbecker and, and OHSU are ranked among the world's top research and uh, treatment centers uh, in, in many, many areas not just uh, not just children's cancer, uh, but uh, and that's why Dornbecker. I mean, they are the elite of uh, throughout the world. And the Kiwanis, so you're you're fully dedicated to children, isn't that right? That's correct. That is the focus for the last hundred and three years that Kiwanis has been uh, around. Uh, I've only been in thirty nine years, and so I'm a relative newcomer. To <laughs> a kid, the, uh, just a kid. <laughs> to uh, to this, but uh, yeah, children is the primary focus of uh, of the international organization of Kiwanis. Now, why is the work being done through the Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program so important to our community and to the to the world at large? Well, the facts are is that cancer kills more children in the United States than all other diseases combined, and the average age of a child with cancer is, is six years old. And it's, uh, it's just not fair. Uh, and so, you know, why, why is this important? You know, it's, it's just not fair uh, for a child to get cancer through no fault and no act of their own. You know, adults, uh, our environment creates a lot of uh, cancers, what we smoke, what we eat, how we work, how we don't work, how we, uh, how we play, how we do and don't exercise. Uh, children don't have that option. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it's important uh, to have to end children's cancer. Extremely important. I, it, it's, 
it's just, it's heartbreaking to see little children that just, like you say, have through no fault of their own, have this horrible disease and they're, they're fighting right. with every ounce of their body. And that's, and that's absolutely true. And not only their body, but the impact of, of the, uh, on the families, the parents, uh, brothers, sisters, uh, the entire family. Uh, and that's one of the real beauties of, of the pediatric hematology oncology, which is children's blood disorders and cancer, especially at Dornbecker, where they treat not just the child, but the entire family and the conditions and the tremendous impact that uh, that cancer has on a family. Yeah, like you say, it affects the whole family. It's it's the parents have have got to probably focus a little bit more, quite a lot more, really, on the child who who has the cancer, and but still keep the family together. It's just uh, the dynamics are outstanding. Yeah, it is a totally consuming uh, um, occupation. Uh, and when you, uh, well, one of the, you know, when you, when you ask the fellows and the, and the doctors that, uh, my God, why do you do this? I mean, this just kills me to go through the uh, 10th floor and go on a tour and, and, uh, and you see all the suffering. And, and they said, well, you know, it, it's wonderful. It's, in, it's, it's hard. And, but it's such gratifying work to see the successes that they do. And, uh, and when you go through, you know, you're expecting a whole bunch of sick kids and they are, they've got cancer, but they're still kids. They are racing up and down the hallways when they can. I mean, they are, they are, and it's so inspiring and encouraging to, uh, to be and participate, uh, in, uh, in the whole adventure of, uh, children's cancer. We're talking today with John Brookins, president of the Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program. Now, John, you said a little bit ago that you're kind of a new kid on the block. You've been only doing this for about 39 years. How did you get involved and why did you get involved? Well, I was, uh, in 2004, I was asked to join the board of the Kiwanis Dornbecker Children's Cancer Program. I'd been a contributor, uh, you know, uh, to the fundraising efforts and that kind of thing. But, uh, but this really gave me an opportunity to con- really contribute. And, uh, and it's, been, uh, it's, it's been very inspiring and, uh, and well worth my association. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I've only been in Kiwanis 39 years, but this is really a, uh, this is really a significant, has had a significant impact on me. Can you talk a little bit about some of the research that's being done up at Dornbecker's? Yeah, the one thing that about Dorbecker Children's Hospital is that they are a member of the Children's Oncology Group. And this, uh, this is the world's largest organization dedicated to ending children's cancer. There's 200 leading children's hospitals and research centers around the world. And the beauty is of, the, of this collaboration is that children's cancer research is uh, is shared freely with everybody. There's no proprietary kind of uh, results or they're not funded by pharmaceutical companies or, or anybody that has a profit kind of uh, motive. Most children's cancer research is funded by philanthropic groups similar to the Kiwanis Stormbreaker Children's Cancer Program. 
Dornbecker Children's and, and OHSU just recently in 2019 um, were involved in the pilot clinical trial and in the phase one clinical trial. And these are right at the early stages of, uh, of new techniques and new treatments of a new drug called Chimera. And of the 20% of the children with acute lymphatic leukemia that didn't survive and had no other treatment opportunities available to them. They were absolutely terminal. This new drug, Chimera, 93% of those kids are cured wow. of the disease. And that's, that's the kind of research that uh, goes on every day. And uh, Dr. Linda Stork, who is the division head of pediatric hematology oncology, she was at our board meeting here a while ago, and, and she was speaking to us uh, fast and as if we were physicians, and uh, we, so we had to slow her down a couple of times, and, uh, and she used the word prevention, and we looked at her and we said, you need to elaborate on prevention, and the shift and, and a focus is now not only on cures and treatment, but on prevention. And that, uh, that's pretty exciting when we have a couple of, of our Kiwanis fellows who are really involved in, in the cutting-edge research of identifying precancerous markers at birth to determine whether or not these can be prevented, whether cancer can be prevented rather than waiting for a diagnosis and treatment. Um, so it's pretty exciting stuff. That is very exciting because like we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, as, as adults who get cancer, it's sometimes it's the environment or the lifestyle. In children, it's pretty much nothing. It's, it's how do you know? Well, like, a six, like you say, a six-year-old is the average age for a child with cancer, and they, they haven't been exposed to the environment seemingly long enough to have had it have an effect on them. So the prevention that's, part, that's pretty amazing. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, how do you guys raise money to do this? All this research takes a lot of funding. How do you guys do that? Well, we've done a number of things over the years. Uh, for the past 25 years, we've um, raffled off a brand new Mustang every year. Uh, it is one of our biggest fundraisers. Uh, due to this coronavirus thing, it's, it's severely impacted our ability to attend car shows every weekend and, and roadster shows and new cars <laughs> events. Uh, so we're relying heavily on our, on our new website, the KiwanisDornbecker.org uh, website, where you can buy raffle tickets online. Um, it's pretty, uh, pretty inexpensive. They're $5. Um, so it's, uh, it's a pretty uh, inexpensive way to raise money. We started 25 years ago at a dollar. You can imagine wow. just raising the amount of money to buy a new Mustang with the uh, with a one dollar ticket. Um, so we we still have to sell a lot of raffle tickets. We have a couple of golf tournaments that we put on. Uh, one in the uh, uh, this year would be a Gresham Golf Course, and another one over in Camas Meadows in Vancouver. And uh, bike rides across the uh, state. We also have hand blown ornaments for the holidays, Christmas ornaments that are blown here in the, in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, those are for personal use. We sell those at bazaars and, and those kind of things. But also a number of corporations are purchasing those ornaments from us 
to give as thank yous uh, to their customer base uh, rather than big boxes of air that are available uh, throughout the holiday season. Uh, you give an ornament, and we've got a nice little card included in the ornament saying, you know, thank you for your contribution, Tim, to uh, uh, children with cancer. And our newest fundraising event is pretty exciting. We just launched this. Dinner anywhere in the world. Yeah, this this one has piqued my interest for sure. <laughs> so where would you go? Where would you go? I with, think... With, any, with anybody, with your wife, family, uh, friends, where would you go? I, I have not ever been to Europe, and I think that France and Paris in, in particular, they have pretty fantastic cuisine, so I might pick Paris. Well... That'd be, that'd be a fun place to go. Have, you could have Pinot in Paris, uh, fly any mode of transportation or, or travel any way you want to, uh, uh, to anywhere in the world, have dinner on us. The uh, total value of the uh, first prize and the only prize is $20,000. Um, included in that is a $5,000 uh, Visa card and, uh, and then $15,000 to spend as you care. Um, all through Roger Robertson that always travel in Lincoln City, Oregon is our registered travel agent who's handling this. And, uh, yeah, you, the drawing is January 15th, 2021. And uh, the rules by the Department of Justice is that uh, you have to claim the prize within six months. And then after you claim the prize, you have to uh, travel within a year so it's um, really pretty wide open um, my wife and i each bought a ticket she wants to go to uh, istanbul i want to go to antarctica uh, so we don't know who we're going to take um, <laughs> if either of us win i think i might be on your wife's side I, antarctica sounds a little chill <laughs> she has a lot more volunteers than i do i admit that what kind of cuisine would you have in antarctica Deal. Okay, <laughs> I, and I don't know if penguin is on the menu, but I, I would. Uh, but yeah, um, I might get a, a number of people irritated at me uh, for penguin, but uh, I've always wanted to go. So. Let's tell people how they can buy tickets to this. This is fascinating. You can have dinner anywhere in the world. Dinner anywhere in the world. Transportation anywhere in the world. Lodging anywhere in the world. Um, you go on our website at kiwanisdornbecker.org. And uh, the tickets are $100 a piece, and we're only selling 1,000 tickets. Um, and uh, that's where you go. And, of course, everything is online. Uh, we would normally have been offering this. We make a number of presentations to groups, clubs, uh, organizations throughout the year. Uh, we have a 12-member speakers bureau on our board of directors, and uh, we'll give presentations on children's cancer anywhere uh, and uh, and so we used to sell these uh, offer them during these presentations so we're a little limited on that now but the uh, our website is very easy to negotiate um, yeah org, and you can buy a ticket there we will have our ornaments on sale uh, here coming up shortly uh, golf tournaments you can register for uh, online and also mustang uh, raffle tickets are also available online and a great deal of history and information about who we are and uh, 
and why, you know, giving to uh, contributing to us is is a real um, efficient way to uh, contribute and be a part of uh, ending children's cancer in not only in in Portland, Oregon, but throughout the world. Hey, you're doing very important work up at up at OHSU in Dornbecker. It's really fantastic. So I want to ask you too, um, what kind of impact has this program had in not only in our community but again throughout the world? Well, just in the uh, with uh, with the development of the drugs like Chimera, uh, Scott Gottlieb, who is the uh, head of the Federal Drug Administration, uh, categorized uh, that as the most significant advance in uh, children's cancer research ever. Um, Additional work, you know, prior to that was uh, was Gleevec being discovered and, and produced by uh, Dr. Brian Drucker at, in, uh, at OHSU, and, uh, and that was considered the most significant advancement. So, but that's the cutting edge. That's, there isn't anybody at any other institution uh, around the world that uh, exceeds that, the capability at OHSU and, and Dornbecker Children's. Um, it's, it's very remarkable that we have such a institution at our fingertips. Um, and they impact our community. You know, 300, over 300,000 kids walked through the door of Dornbecker Children's last year. Um, that's a very, it's a very, very busy place. Now, that's not just kids with cancer, of course. That's all kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, 300,806 times. Just happened to have the map here in front wow. of me. Uh, that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. But the, the impact of the fellowship program, uh, since the uh, first fellow, 36 fellows have graduated from the program. It's two a year. Uh, it's a three- to four-year program. So uh, these docs commit themselves to, you know, like I said, just a mere 80 hours a week is uh, is all they can work. And uh, but they travel once they graduate. Many, uh, it's just wonderful that they uh, that there's opportunities here at, at Dornbecker Children's and OHSU for them to stay and uh, continue with their research projects. But most travel throughout the United States and, and elsewhere to uh, teach what they know because they go to other teaching and research institutions to teach what they know and to teach the techniques and really continue exponentially uh, what they've learned and uh, their dedication is, is just amazing uh, throughout the United States and the world. Yeah, really fantastic stuff. So I want to ask you too, um, when things get back to normal after the after the pandemic and we can finally all get our lives back, right? What can our listeners right. do to help out? Can they? Are you looking for volunteers, or what sort of things can our listeners do to help you guys out? We are. We are. Thank you for for asking that. We are a one hundred percent volunteer organization. We have no paid staff. We have no paid expenses of our volunteers, and just as a, little under 5% of all the money we raise goes to administration costs. We do have some insurance. We've got to run some insurance on the uh, Mustang uh, when we drive it to events. Uh, we are a 501c3 
recognized not-for-profit tax-deductible organization with the uh, Internal Revenue Service and the uh, state of Oregon. Um, and that's, uh, that's a significant kind of, of designation or distinction. Um, many other organizations that raise money for children's cancer research and, and other things, oftentimes 50% goes to administration. And if you use a professional fundraiser, they can take as much as 80% for commissions. So as far as, as contributing, um, we always need volunteers. But our, uh, our main focus is, of course, uh, raising the money and accepting contributions and, and uh, donations. Uh, buy a Mustang raffle ticket. Figure where you want to go anywhere in the world uh, for dinner. Uh, ornaments are wonderful. We're doing really well uh, with a number of ornaments that are sold, um, and it's it's really a nice appreciation gift. Um, so that's what people can do, and or they can ask us uh, to give a presentation to their group uh, business. Uh, if uh, if a business is looking for uh, a dedicated kind of uh, organization that they want to contribute or affiliate with. Um, we'd be happy to talk to them and, and sit down with them. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of ways yeah. to contribute. You really feel good, too, when, uh, when you know you've contributed to uh, ending children's cancer. Oh, absolutely. So, John, give out the website one more time where people can get more information. KiwanisDornbecker.org. That's K-I-W-A-N-I-S. D-O-E-R-N-B-E-C-H-E-R. <laughs> <Dorn> <laughs> a lot of consonants in there, but as people in the Portland area, we know Dornbecker and we know the Kiwanis. So you guys are doing awesome work. Well, Thank you. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Let's Talk Portland is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program.